0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Hello, cat lovers. Welcome to Catitude. I'm your show host, Michelle Berg. Okay, today we have some great books about cats, but they're so funny. The author has written, some of the books are from the perspective of the cat, and some of the books are poems, just some great little books. If you love cats, you love books, the show is for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray or worrying oh my god do my guests smell that kitty poo club has solved the stink and now the worst part of cat ownership is hassle free no cleaning no scrubbing no more stink and the best thing is you don't have to buy some oversized contraption that will break down kitty poo club litter boxes are manufactured to make your life easier you have one cat easy peasy A small mountain lion? No problem. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Believe me, there are good reasons why we sold over 3 million boxes. Go to KittyPooClub.com, read the amazing reviews, and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit KittyPooClub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Francesco Marchuliano, who, author of seven books I have read, I Could Pee on This, You Need More Sleep, and Oh, It's You. Um, Welcome, Francesco.
2: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Wonderful to have you on. Thank you so much. So the book that is brand new is I Could Pee on This, right?
2: I Could Pee on This was the first book. There are a lot and I even get books too. The new book is Oh, It's You, Love Poems by Cats.
1: Okay. Oh, It's You and It's Love Poems by Cats. Well, you've written seven books. So what are the other titles?
2: Oh, geez. (laughs) This is actually I'm going to look at the book. It's like I hope they wrote them somewhere here. All right. So we have uh, I could pee on this, I could chew on this, which another poems by dogs. That's the uh the one dog book. I need my mommy and other poems by kittens. I could pee on this too. All cats are introverts. Claw the system poems from the cat uprising and uh you need more sleep advice from cats. There's a theme there is what I'm saying.
1: Bucks. Okay, let's go to oh it's you and then I'm going to tell you my I have some favorites I'll share with you with when um, once we talk a little bit about the book. But what inspired you to decide to write these books about cats? <laughs> I mean, did you major in this in
2: college? What started was several years ago, the first book I could pee on this. I had two cats. And after the second cat passed away at age 17, Boris and Natasha, that's who the book is. The first book is dedicated to. I was very sad and I was trying to process through my emotions and i wanted to write something because i thought that would help me And I and i'd say okay i'm going to write poems based on their perspective but i didn't want it to be maudlin and i didn't want to be sad because i had a great time with my cats i wanted to be happy and i wanted to be funny because the cats had great personalities and so i wrote them mostly as a therapeutic approach and then i showed my agent and uh, fortunately other people liked it and we um Thanks to so many readers, had a great success with that. And that began the whole other process. Oh, it's you. I have two cats now, Kiki and Lilo. They're both, they just turned eight years old.
1: Tell me your cats again.
2: Oh, Kiki, K-I-K-I and Lilo, L-E-E-L-O. They are sisters. They're eight years old, black and white cats. And they have fantastic personalities and they're very affectionate, but cats are affectionate in their own manner. And, you know, if you know cats, you know what affection is through a cat. If you only know dogs, then you look at cats going, why are they so cold? Cats are not cold at all. Cats are extremely affectionate, but they are affectionate in their manner. Like if you're used to a dog's affection, yes, then you're going to see a cat which will show you 15 minutes of pure affection. It just won't be 15 consecutive minutes.
1: Exactly. And you know what? That's my next question was about that your intro. I could pee on this. But I think you have a similar intro.
2: Each book has its own intro, yeah.
1: Your other book. But basically, you would say that they're written by cats so that us humans could understand them. Yes. You're so white because when you're you know, mentioning all these quirks, I grew up with dogs. I did not grow up with cats. So cats have been in my life for the last 17, think about 17 years. Oh, wow. 17, 17 years. So- I'm still learning about them. I mean, there's more and more shows that I do, the more I learn. And there are still things that people just go, this is how they are. Just deal with it. So what do you think there's some mistakes that we make when we're interacting with cats that you wrote poems about?
2: Uh, the poems in the book are basically broken up from four sections. That would be the four sections of a relationship. The excitement when you first meet your cat. When you first yeah, so you when you first meet your partner and then there's a phase of getting to know each other. And then there's the phase where, OK, I think we know way too much about each other when you start getting on each other's nerves. And then eventually when you find peace and sort of, uh, OK, this is how it is. We clearly love each other and this is it. And that's what it is with the cats. And the cats are bewildered at first. It's a new place. And they're trying to find out. They're also trying to see what the boundaries are. I think as someone you were saying someone dog and I grew up with a dog as well. I grew up with a dog, a cat, a bird, a turtle, emu. No, not really. But you realize with a dog, a dog will show that they love you. You know, a dog will go, you are here, you are here, you are here, you are here. A cat will go, oh, you're here. And that's not cold. It's just the way they're going to approach you. Cats are a little more in the introvert. side. I guess the best way to go is if you want to think dogs are the extroverts and cats as introverts. Introverts are not cold. Introverts are not uh, removed but introverts have their space and have their time when they will approach you. And that's what it is with cats. And I have cats, my cats, you will either be one of the cats will jump jump on my lap and stay there for 6 hours. I have to time bathroom breaks well. And the other cat will do nothing for hours and then she will say I must unleash my love on you and follow me everywhere and constantly bite my toes, usually when I'm holding something fragile. <laughs> and uh yeah, I mean but that's what it is. It's the, so the the poems here are basically I guess one way to go is imagine you're in a relationship with an introvert. Okay. But, uh, yeah.
1: I'm going to just share the sections. Well, there are chapters actually <laughs> hoping. And then the second one's holding. The third one is would it kill you to give me a little space? Question mark, exclamation point, just a seat. just every seat on this 12 piece. sectional. love you. And that's kind of how it is in my house. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter where I am. My cat will jump up. And this is Molly. Cause she's the one that's the most sociable And she'll look at me and look at the space and look at me. Although my dog used to do that too. But she's a little more subtle, Molly. And to where, okay, I get the hint. I'm going to move. So I move to the other end of the couch. Then... I call her. She comes jumping over, waits for me to pet her head. So I, I get to pet her head because I did what she wanted, and then she goes back. Typical cat.
2: Yeah, no, that's very typical. Before this interview, I had to have an argument with Kiki about being that my being able to sit at my chair at my desk. I think I made several cogent points, and I think I proved my point. I proved my point by lifting the cat off the chair and putting it on her bed. But still, it was it was you know it was a tete a tete. We actually had we got we got each other's points across. But yeah, that's it. You've seen the videos where there's a dog barking because the cat has claimed the dog's bed. It's a giant Doberman. It's this tiny little kitten. And it's like, I don't know what to do with you. This is only a six foot circumference bed. I can't fit both of us on here. You're going to have to go to a different room. And yeah, but again, they are absolutely affectionate. But it's like, you know, when you're petting a cat and everything's going well, and if you don't know, if you don't know about cats and you see the tail start wagging, you're thinking they're happy. It's like, no, no, no. You cut the wrong wire on the bomb. Yes. You cut the blue wire. You cut the red wire. And now it's time to stop petting. They're not going to do anything. I have a cat. Well, she'll bite my hand, but she won't bite my hand. So they just do this little taste and you go, listen, I've made my point. If you're a smart individual, you understand that. yeah, Give me some space. I'm still going to sit in your lap for 11 hours. So I hope you don't have a job to go to. But, you yeah, know, stop with the petting.
1: They definitely have their way of letting you know. And it's funny how you could pet them and they want the pet and they want, you know, yes, behind the ears, under my chin. And all of a sudden they back away and you got to watch out and have quick hands. Otherwise, you'll get a little swat.
2: Yeah. And that's what it is. And, you know, they will communicate you a couple of weeks ago. I don't know why I left some eggs on top of the little counter. I was going to do something with them. And I'm sitting there. I'm just typing. And then I suddenly hear like two eggs just shatter. And then I see the cat run around from the other side of the kitchen where clearly the eggs are and she's like, Did you hear that too? What the hell was that? It's like, this is their communication. It's like, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get around to what happened. You know, I'm not going to be upfront about everything. And that's what it is. It's, there's a movement, there's a slow, then they're going, you know what? I'm going to be in your bedroom until Thursday. You know where you can sleep elsewhere,
1: and then we'll get back together. It'll
2: be great. We'll have fun. We'll enjoy it, Chip.
1: Okay. One of the poems in "Ow oh, It's You is Many, Many Gifts. And without reading all of it, it talks about how they find the strangest things to be, oh, so much fun. In this case, you know, the, should I read the poem?
2: If you wish to, yeah. I mean,
1: okay. So it's many, many gifts. And it says, starts thank you for the crinkly ball. Thank you for the jingly ball. Thank you for the new toy mice. Thank you for the catnip. Quite nice. And not to cast dispersions on all those great diversions, but they are imperfections to your sweet attention, to your warm affection, and to the dead roach I've been batting around your house for the past 18 months. So, I don't think there's any person with a cat out there that won't say, oh yeah, that's happened. Sometimes it's not a dead roach. I mean, in my house, it could be because I live in South Florida and roaches go where they want, no matter what you have, that you'll find one, even in an immaculate place. They just do. That's part of it here, but the cats will find the weirdest things to play with. Right.
2: Oh, exactly. There was a brief time when, uh, they were here just a few weeks, and I had a mouse. This is a New York City apartment. Luckily, it's the only mouse I ever had here. And I blocked things off. I didn't want to kill the mouse. I just went, you know, don't go here. Yeah, and I want to do a glue trap. I was screwing anything. Just don't go here. And then one day, I just heard the cats batting something. It's like 3 in the morning. It's like, what are they doing? I turn on the light, and what they were batting, they were having a, a knock hockey game with the corpse of a mouse. Oh. And I let out a scream that, frankly, only dogs could hear dogs and my girlfriend who did not see this as my proudest moment but i mean the the roach thing it's, it's, it's that that was a documentary moment here it's just so sort of, what do you do oh for the love of god and I'll then roach. you go yeah it's like oh that's where that bottle cap went oh that's where that cha- i mean i'm lucky i have two cats who don't knock anything over and don't eat people i've never fed them people food so they never try to eat people food but that doesn't mean every so often i find them playing with uh you know what cats will do say they'll eat plastic They'll chew on plastic they'll lick walls they'll get into fights with lint and they have their own way and they'll go very quiet and then they'll talk my cat two o'clock every morning runs into my room meowing i think she wakes up in the middle of the night and goes oh god i'm alone and just runs into my bedroom and it's not like that it's like wah, 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 jumps in falls asleep on my shoulder every night 2 a.m i have not slept a full night in eight years <laughs> No, but but this is it this is this is how they work strange, wonderful creatures.
1: The world definitely revolves around them. Our cats have a certain feeding time. And the last time we were late, so it was seven instead of five, and it was just something happened and delayed us. They were all around the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Not happy. And then in the morning, they're supposed to eat at 8 a.m. No, by six, they're jumping on top of you. Oh, yeah. They have their way. My nightstand's full of junk. My husband's is not. So one goes on his nightstand and meows in his face. The other, <laughs> the other is a big cat, Dennis, who del- delicately walks amongst my. Uh, everything that's on my nightstand and as well as try to wake me up. And I'm just like, get off of there waiting for something to go flying. Cause one thing I'm glad about is my cats are all, they're kind of lazy. They don't (laughs) jump. (laughs) They're not.
2: When it comes to cats, that
1: was one of my fears having cats is they're going to just jump and knock everything over. My cats knock stuff over and break stuff, but they don't jump around the house. They're just lazy.
2: My cats, my, uh when, once I wrote the original book, I could pee on this, Boris and Natasha. Boris, I as you can see, I watch Uh Boris, what he would do, he realized the bedroom door squeaked. So with his head, he'd push the door back and forth. i like squeak, squeak, squeak. Why I didn't do WD-40, I have no idea. But squeak, squeak, squeak. When that didn't work, there was a wastebasket. So he'd take his little paw and just bang the wastebasket up and down. Just flip it like, thunk 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 this is every morning and i let it ride because you're just saying i just need to see the process and the third part of the process is he sat on my face
1: he sat on your face oh yeah
2: just he i'd climb up and then suddenly butt right on my face and that got me out of bed that will get you out of bed and i will tell you at this point this cat was 22 pounds
1: that's a big cat mine i think dennis has a lot of fur but molly's uh spoiled so i think she's getting up there okay we're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back
0: Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code meow30 at checkout, and join the club. The Kitty Poo Club.
1: Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. You know, I love my cats, but one thing I didn't love is my cat's old food. Not only was it stinky, it seemed to be real old school. And I thought, why isn't cat food more like 21st century, made with better ingredients? Then I discovered Small's. Small's cat food is protein pack recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your front door. Small's was started way back in 2017 by a couple guys that were home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. Today, Small's has served millions of meals to cats all over America, I've been serving my cat Smalls for the last 30 days, and I see a big difference. Dennis, his hair is so much shinier. He has more energy, and he seems to feel a lot healthier. He used to be a little bit stiff, slow to move. Not anymore. So I'm excited that I see such a big difference in my cat's overall health. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll refund you if your cat won't eat their food. So remember, higher quality ingredients means a healthier and happier life for your kitty. So head to smalls.com slash petlife and use the promo code PETLIFE at checkout for 50% off your order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code PETLIFE. For fifty percent off your first order, one last time—that's promo code Pet Life for fifty percent off your first order plus free shipping.
0: Let's talk pets.
1: Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio.
0: Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet <laughs>
1: Everyone. we're talking with francesco marchuliano did i say that right
2: oh that was perfect that was better than i do thank you
1: hey i feel like a rock star about <laughs> his books and we're talking about i could pee on this oh it's you who which is his brand new book love poems about cats okay so here are some questions i have for you
2: no the cats don't get any royalties no go ahead i'm sorry
1: so what are your favorite i call them catisms things that cats do that just are like what why why i don't get it i don't understand it because dogs you can understand why they do what they do for the most part cats they just do and then you just deal with it that's it
2: i actually love with cats i love when they're sitting there and there's it's not so much staring off the space it's not like you know looking into the middle distance or they're going you know not with that glare when it's like why why didn't i take that job six years ago oh god what they they have this look when they go wide the eyes go wide and you don't know what they're seeing and that's when you go well this building was built in 1923 clearly they're talking to the ghosts now but it's just this wide-eyed look and they just become fascinated and also occasionally it is funny when uh they go at top speed and they don't quite take the turn right it's like they're running and selling nails 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 and right across everything boom and yeah, just and um yeah, when I had Boris, the chubby kid I mentioned earlier, occasionally he once he tried to jump on the table from the ground floor to get at the food during dinner. He didn't quite make it. And that was there was a tablecloth. He got his paws and his head above, but his belly was just swinging like a pendulum and instead of going all right. He struggled to get on there. And his claws going and dishes are flying everywhere. Food's falling down. And my girlfriend's laughing. I'm just fascinated by the process watching this. Everything's falling apart. And he's struggling. struggling. And then there was just that moment. He, it slowed down. And then he just looked at me. And it was sort of like Jack and Titanic. He just let go of the door. Something. It just thump. Yeah. He was like, you know, Rose, this is for you. You enjoy dinner. I'm going, I'm going under. And he just, boom, right on his butt. And then he walked off. And he was like, you know what? I tried. I'm proud of me. And I think that's also it is cats are proud. But, you know, it's like, I did this. I managed to get my head and my butt stuck in two separate boxes. Have you ever done that? No. You know (laughs) why? Because I'm an expert at being me.
1: Exactly. Okay. In your book, you need more sleep. You share advice from cats. So I'm going to tell you some of my favorites. Okay. Oh, there's some good ones in there. So never let anyone dress you up. It drives me nuts when people dress cats. I did that to Dennis only one time so he could take a picture with all three wearing the same thing (laughs) for my um, podcast, which is Best Beds for Pets, but never on a regular basis ever. That's just how I feel. Personal space means your space, not theirs. You can't have privacy. Always try to fit in. Everything is prey, everything show to work naked so what was the inspiration behind this book it was i mean
2: i do observe cats a lot i i work from home i write two newspaper comic strips uh, sally Forth and judge parker so i work from home so i see these cats all the time and it is fascinating because cats are very secure in themselves no matter what they are doing it's not an arrogance it's a confidence it's sort of like Yes, I ran into the glass partition at full speed. But you know what? I could also lick myself down there, so I'm doing well. All's good, people, and just walk off, and they're good. And yeah, with um, with the clothing, I don't like photos of cats with glasses and little hats, and you know the cute. It's that's a personal thing. I'm not a fan of that. Every birthday, these two cats do have a crown that has their number on it. A vocal number that changes. They hate this photo with a red hot passion they hate this process it's gonna happen every year and uh, there was one time it's like okay you give them the calming medicine the calming medicine just made them look stoned out of their mind those were actually the greatest photos but i wasn't going to put them through that again
1: what were they
2: there's a uh, calming kind of liquid basically it's oh yes and i'm saying you have never seen two stoned cats out of your life i don't know what they were talking about i'm sure they really wanted pizza at that moment I'm sure they were having very long arguments about fish or, you know, or but both the band and the food, but I don't do that. But yeah, everything else, it's sort of, I'm fascinated as someone who is socially awkward and an introvert, I do marvel at cats who are both introverts and not. They like their time. Again, there's a difference between being introvert and being anxious and being shy, and these are three different things. And cats will show that. They are, I have my space. I need my space. I need to recharge. Yes, both my paws are in your nacho dip in the middle of your party right now. This happens. This is me.
1: I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, you know, if you think about it, you know how you sometimes have to bargain with a little child, like a toddler, (laughs) bribe them or try to bargain with them just because there's nothing else that's going to work. And you're stuck and you're thinking, I just got to." You have to come in the car now, you know? And we do the same thing with our cats, sort of.
2: Oh, yeah. There's a special treat jar. And sometimes it's used because I can't find them. Like, it's not like I have the largest apartment, but sometimes you never know. And so I do that to say, all right, where are you? Because before I leave an apartment, I need to know I've seen the cats, just in case. I don't want them stuck in a closet or anything like that. So I do that. But uh, yeah, it is sort of, I need to get up. You need to get off my lap. Okay. Five more minutes, you can get off my lap. Okay, I'm just going to, okay, those are nails, those are nails. Okay, you don't want to get up now. I understand that. What if I just put my hand here and you follow my hand off my lap and you're not doing that and that was a stupid idea and you're still on my lap? And it's the same process that you try to talk to a cat who is not going to listen, one, because their grasp of human language is not there, two, because they don't. Particularly care. They have their goals too. It's the same. And then they look at you. It's the same they look at you when you're, you know, in your seventh stanza of a song you're making up about them. You are a cat. You're such a cat. You are. And they just slowly look up and you're like, what is wrong with you? You know, actual songs. Sing that. I'd like to hear a real song. I don't want to hear, you know, our cat, 16 verses of that. But yeah. You build your life around them. They, there are eight beds in this apartment. Eight. Pretty. use pretty two. But if I put away the other six, they will destroy me.
1: You know what always baffles me? Why is it? Because my cats are fortunate enough to have a catio. So
2: you <laughs> so you don't, you shouldn't say that out loud. I've got a cat right here who doesn't need these ideas. I'm in a third floor apartment. You can't have a catio. It's not happening. <laughs> well,
1: they have it, but. they actually run that room, the the catio. It's all theirs. They take Mm -hmm. it over. So why is it when they want to come in, they're at the door because there's a sliding glass door where they go in and out. And so there's actually a cat door, but sometimes of the year I just use the regular sliders. So they're at the door. I know they want to come in and I open the door for them to come in. They look at me like, what? (laughs) And especially when you're leaving. So whenever I'm leaving, I don't like to leave them outside because uh, it could rain and who knows what, but sometimes it's just mission impossible. Yeah. So why, why do you think cats do that? They want something. And then when you go to give it to them there, it's like, no, I'm not ready. Or, or I don't want that anymore or just go away. What, what do you think is going through their heads? I
2: think, They live in that moment that we have occasionally. It's like, I really want that. I really want that. I really would like that. I really, and then when you get in, you buy it, and it's exciting for a little bit, then you're like, all right, that wasn't necessary. I think cats live in that moment. It's like, I really want this. I really want this. I really, you know what? I want it, but I don't want it on your time. I'll go out. I know when I'm going to go out. I don't need to do it when you want me to go out. I'm good. But you know what? If you could leave this door open 24-7, that's fine. We'll do that. I'll work on my schedule. Once I get, you know, opposable thumbs, I'll close the door. It's going to be fantastic. But yeah, it is very much on their schedule. And that's why like the book with the advice, it's sort of like have the confidence to live the life on your schedule. You may not get the corner office that way, but you're going to do what you want on your timetable. And that's what it. Is. And it's fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating. It's all right. All right. You want to eat. You want to eat. You want to eat. Pour the food eh, and then they walk off. They spend 20 minutes waking you up, but now's not the time to get food. They just want to know what's going to happen.
1: My cats never walk away from food, ever. Oh, my cats
2: will go, they'll chew, and it's like, I'm good, I'll be back in two hours.
1: Oh, no, it's it's a race. They all have cat tree trays, and they're, and they're which stem from the dogs eating the cat food, and um, it's just a race, and if, sometimes they're on each other's space because they have three separate spaces. Right. Hilarious. No,
2: but I had that with Boris. Boris would quickly. Dis- ch- Boris was the chubby cat I told you earlier. Boris thought his food was the appetizer, so he inhaled that to the point. I'm pretty really sure most of the food went through his nostrils. He inhaled that, and then he went after Natasha's because Natasha's was the meal. His was the you know amuse bouche, and then it was top ta- Natasha's food. So I used to have to play hockey, just with my foot up. No, get no, get, uh, stop that. No, uh, that. and he would just be struggling around. Natasha just calmly eating, looking at him. And it drove them nuts. And that's a cat in the background, you just heard. That would be Lilo meowing.
1: Well, they definitely have their ways about them. Another thing, Dennis will come near you no matter what snack you're eating. You could be eating green beans (laughs) and he wants some. But then when you hold it for him, he looks at it and goes, Ew, what is this? They want what they want, but then they don't really want it.
2: Oh, yeah. No, it's, is that a salt lick? I'll have to, oh, no, I don't want salt. Why are you even eating a snack? I don't want that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so Francesco you know a lot about cats you've had cats you've written about cats you know a lot about cats there's a lot of different people that listen to attitudes. some people have cats some people are thinking about getting cats some people used to have a cat thinking about it again all kinds of people some people want cats and won't have them because they're allergic but they like to listen to stuff about cats all kinds of reasons So if anyone's out there listening and they're considering, you know, should I get a cat? Should I get another one? I don't know. What would you tell them? Your elevated pitch.
2: Okay. The honest thing is be prepared. If you're going to have a cat, be prepared. Look around your apartment. See if it's conducive to a cat. If you're someone who likes a lot of plants and you want to keep all the plants, don't get the cat. Not because they'll destroy the plants. It's just going to be dangerous to the cat. But it's a matter of, I think a lot of people get cat. Some people, I'll get a cat instead of a dog because they're easier cats get lonely cats do need attention I went away for six weeks I was in Portugal six weeks my mom I take her on vacation and I had someone live here the entire time because I know Kiki will lose her mind after three days if she's not around people so cats do need your attention obviously not the same thing as dogs I tend to suggest two cats I think I think it's actually granted when they're older they're like oh yeah it's you they just pass each other like they're passing each other on the highway but I'm not even giving like the funny, notes. I'm giving the real answers. Um, yeah, it. I would get two cats if you can. I would know that especially at the beginning, please spend a lot of time with them, even if you're just sitting on the floor with them and they're wandering around. Let them know your scent. Hold them a lot when they're little. That's going to make them far more affectionate. I've had this whenever I had small cats. I just play with them like crazy and hold them. They are very familiar touch. They're so actually have them meet friends and other people, get them introduced in social to other people. That's an important thing. And actually, a serious consideration is when you get a cat initially, there are costs. I know I'm, I should be doing the funny joke here, but I'm actually giving the answer. There are costs. There are shots you're going to have to do. There is food. There's a thing. And if you can do that, that's great. But do remember, there is a financial aid. There's also an emotional thing that they're going to need. And there's time. So it's a matter of time. It's cats are absolutely wonderful creatures. They're the best things. There's some of the best things that have happened to me and they need you no matter how much we joke about cats and being thing they need you and you need to be there and if you're not there you need to know someone else i have friends we exchange we take turns if we're not there spending time with the cats like anything else no choice nothing like this is taken lightly but it's absolutely wonderful.
1: and i think that's a great point That people will get cats because I think sometimes, you know, they're dogs or cats. Well, you know, cats are more independent. I could just leave my cat. They need just as much time. And I'm glad you mentioned that. I've read that recently. And you have to spend time with them. They know when you're not there.
2: It is true. And, you know, if I mean, I had a friend allergic to cats. She took a year of shots so she could be with her cat. That is what she did. That is her choice. And she's happy to make that choice. I would not suggest that to, you know, if someone wants to do that, I'm not saying that's the thing to do, but there are commitment levels. See, I have cats and I will always have the, mostly have the bedroom door open to them because they like that. They're not always there, but they'd like to know they have access to you. And yeah, it's, um, know that something's going to (laughs) break. If you have something valuable, be smart to where you put it. Just it's gonna like, say, and there goes grandma's ashes. You know, you just
1: had a fire house because if you have some fancy couch and actually when I bought my couch, which is a sectional, the whole idea in mind was the fact that I have dogs, I have cats. So what can I take? And I just noticed one part of the sectional that I don't always notice. Instead of little shreds coming out of it, there's now like a little hole. Oh, wow. Thank you, Dennis. Which funniest thing Well, there's a spot you right in front of that spot <laughs>
2: so. no i was just thinking it's almost like a prison break but they're digging a the hole through it's like shawshank but the yeah no i mean oh one of the best decisions i ever made with the cats i had a different rug when they first came that rug did not last long here's what you do you get a rug with no pile whatsoever you get indoor outdoor rugs unless you really like a nice rug i consider it but if you want rugs for the apartment with a cat indoor outdoor because they will scratch it and they can't do any damage to it i have three of those they look nice and the cats are perfectly fine they don't really touch the couch or anything carpets they go after and it was like this worked out perfectly i've had these carpets for six years and they look like new
1: You know what? Maybe it's a thing because it's colder in New York at times, Or, but we have rugs. They don't mess with them. Oh, you know what? The low pile one is the one actually that Molly scratches on. It has no pile. It's very flat, but the one that's a little bit (laughs) shaggy, they don't scratch at, but Charlotte every so often has an accident, I think on purpose on it.
2: I had Natasha who if you're gone for like 36 hours, so you know, you have a calf feeder and they're fine for that time. I realized immediately after the first time, whenever I would open the door to the apartment, Natasha left a um, uh, gift right at the door, purposely every time it was there, right at the door, if I had been gone for a day. So I'd open the door, look down, I'd already have a bag ready, scoop that up, throw it out. But it was sort of like, you it's like a horse's head in godfather you know but it was just up there and it's like now you know who you're dealing with every single time
1: wow it's spanky. that's a
2: wonderful people that's the <laughs> after hearing all that that's a fantastic you just you just gotta give up a part of yourself it's great it's good you're enjoying it no
1: And the mistakes that you, you know, make on one, like when Molly was little, kitten, I wish we had picked her up more, but she was born in the wild. So she was a a community cat rescue kitten, but she doesn't like to be held. But that's so true. Pick them up a lot. Cuddle them. We're getting there. Maybe by the time she's like 15, she'll let me pick her up. Anyways, Francesca, we're almost out of time. Please let people know where they can find your books. They're fabulous books. They make great gifts. Holidays are coming up. So where can people find your books?
2: I mean, in all honesty, wherever, I know it's a sense of a phrase, but wherever books are sold, I mean, obviously there's Amazon, there's uh, Barnes and Noble. There are, more importantly, your independent bookstores. Always, always go there first, please. They are wonderful places and they should always exist. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, there are Kindle versions of these, but yeah, it really is obviously gift shops and various things. This is, I'm hoping with the new book, that's where they're all in those places. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, it's a matter of, uh, they're not hard to find, which is very fortunate.
1: Since your last name is a little <laughs> Marchiliana, I love it. We could oh, tell you, but, <laughs> but if they could just look up, do a search on, I could pee on this.
2: I could pee on this or. Uh, oh, it's, yeah.
1: Listeners, how could you forget? I could pee on this. It's what your cats do to <laughs> something of yours to get attention every so often. Some cats do it more than others, but, <laughs> you know, and you don't know until you step and go, oh, what the, why, where, how did they even get into this spot?
2: Oh, which does remind me this year. You can get it right now. The, I could pee on this 2024 wall calendar. Oh, so okay. that's there. So if you want the word pee on your wall. But with months, every month, there you go. <laughs> well,
1: I want to thank you so much for coming on Catitude. I so appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. I really do appreciate this.
1: I hope you all enjoyed this show please be sure to check out francesco Marchiano's. please be sure to check out francesco marchuliano's books they are adorable they're just a great size for a great size for stocking stuffers and office gift and anybody with cats is going to love this and i want to thank my cat crew who helped me learn about cats oh so much there's Dennis, Molly, and Charlotte. And then in Cat Heaven, Jethro and Sammy. And they've all taught me so much. So thank you. Thanks to everyone listening to Catitude. I so appreciate it. We have over 200 episodes. I can't believe it. And then, of course, a huge thank you to my producer, Mark Winter for making the magic happen so that we sound amazing. And hey, remember... Lose the attitude. To have catitude.
2: Let's talk pets. Every week on demand. Only on
0: PetLifeRadio.com.